Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Having no direction, not knowing which way to turn. But when I met you, things all change. Confusion no longer remains. The misery that was in me has now turned to joy. Good morning. Good morning. I'm a little irritated with my light, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> we'll put it there. How y'all doing? Good morning. That is Since You Came by Stephen T. Robinson, and I get the honor and privilege of interviewing him today, and he is also my cousin, and so I'm excited. We are starting a celebration this evening of 25 years of him in ministry and we're kicking off that celebration today with an interview by your girl lmj so i'm super excited good morning good morning uh it's a great morning uh, i'm just gonna say a few things and then i'm gonna get into the word today if you're a lady and you missed the bible study last night you weren't on the live and you haven't watched the video that's all I can do. That that's all I can do. That's that's all I can do this morning. That's all I can do. All I can do is shake my head. All I can do is shake shake my head. I'm telling you, just something happens. God meets us there. And if you missed it, if you were not a part, if you didn't get it, I pray this morning that you make time in your schedule. To go and I know Tammy, Tammy, that's how I feel. I mean, I pray you make time in your schedule today to go over into Bible study and to watch what God did for us. First of all, the woman of God taught so effortlessly and so 
flawlessly and so plainly. I'm so proud of her. Um, this was not her first time teaching. This was her first time teaching for me. And then praise and worship was so high. And then God just came in and absolutely took over that thing. But I'm telling you, it's much, much better in person. Even before you guys see what's going on screen, the women are in there preparing. The women are in there praying. And I appreciate y'all. Like, I appreciate y'all. I'm just telling y'all. If you missed Bible study, I see Kim throwing up her hearts. If you haven't connected in Bible study, if the enemy has given you every excuse to not come, if he's told you your schedule is too busy, if he's told you you don't have time, he has been lying to you to keep you from this encounter, from this moment with God. And some of you will be like, it's not necessary. And I'm telling you, it's necessary. God is doing something in us. Relationships are being built and things are happening. And his desire has been to keep you out of this space or to make you think you're too busy for it. And I promise you, if you make a decision, if you make a decision, to connect and to stay faithful. God was is going to do just something significant for you. I promise you is he's gonna do something. So just get get connected, man. Get connected. It was a it was an encounter. I can't even really describe Jeanette said powerful. Timmy said wow. Um uh, Stasi said Jesus was on the scene. I can't even provide a word for what happened. I couldn't even go to sleep last night. Like I couldn't even go restoration took place. Uh, the women pressed in, pressed in and praise and worship. Um, I just telling you, when I got home last night, I was so amped up. I think I praised him in my sleep. I woke up praising him this morning. God just unlocked. Uh, God just unlocked something. Yep, and we're one big family. God just unlocked something. I'm telling you. Um, Hey, Berta, we've been announcing it. We do it every Tuesday, every Tuesday. The event is everywhere. If you're not getting the LMJ ministry emails, LakeishaMJohnson.com, go subscribe. I keep saying go subscribe to the emails. You'll get every announcement. We send out announcements every Monday. Like there's no reason that you can't know. It's just, Jess was at home. She wasn't even with us. She's like, Jesus, no words. I'm just telling you it's there for you to connect to. And yeah, that's good, Teresa. I might go back and listen to it today. I'm just, if you missed it, go catch it. Um, today, I have a very special interview, a very special guest. For those of you who don't know, I have also a show called Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha, in which I interview people of faith, people in their journey, people in their story. I have a special interview today at 12. I have another interview, our author, Nicole Garth, on Saturday. So just get connected to us, stay focused. Put Turn on your notifications for the page. Make sure you're following both pages, LakeishaMJohnson.com, the LMJ Ministries page, so you won't miss it. We give giveaways. We do books. I'm going to give away some books again. Um, but whatever you do, stay connected to the things of God. Now, yesterday we talked about troubling your trouble, and I'm going to get back into a word. And I hope you have pencil and pen this morning. I hope you have um, something to take in your notes, because I have some questions that you need to visit. And then I need to cancel the assignment and the spirit of prevention off your life. Whatever that is that's been trying to step, stand in your way from you walking in faith and walking into the fullness of who God called you to be. Let's just lift up the name of the Lord this morning. Let's just bless the name of the Lord. Do me a favor, go share the video. Hey, I hope I'm saying it right, Gillian. Um, it's all the way from Trinidad, thank you. Wait a minute, 
before I do that, I need to do a major shout out. I need to shout out two little, very, very special boys, um, Judah and Josiah. And the reason that I need to take this morning and thank them, because they'll hear this later. And I just need you to understand being children who have parents in ministry is not an easy task. And they make it almost effortlessly for me. They make it almost flawlessly for me. You, Judah was at school yesterday um, telling people they need to tune into Coffee and Conversations and Ellen Day Ministry. There is no shame or Associated. They love being able to tell people, oh, my mother is in ministry full time. She has her own ministry. She's a radio. She's on radio. Um, she's going to be on television. Josiah said, somebody asked him one day, he has so many pictures of me on his phone. Somebody asked him, is your mom famous? Is your mom rich? He said, I didn't know what quite to say yet. And I told him, you should have just said yes. Um, and so I just need to take a moment and shout them out. Um, I could not do this if they were um, not in alignment and agreement with it. And they are in alignment agreement with it and that means everything so y'all just thank them and give it up they are the little boys of lmj ministry josiah asked me the other day he was like i need i want my own title and job in lmj ministries and that was really really big for me so major shout out to them for the sacrifices because they make some sacrifices for the sacrifices that they make um to allow me to be able to uh that that my god for them to allow me to be able to walk in ministry without pulling on me or whatever and i try to keep balance to still be their mom but that's big Jeanette roman don't make me throw no shout over here don't make me throw no shout and in my spirit i keep hearing my god my my god get ready because god is about to blow your mind and Jeanette, i feel that in my spirit i feel that god is about to blow our minds especially for those of us that have been serving and been laboring the way that they've been serving and laboring so i just needed to shout out josiah and judith this morning um those 14 that little 14 year old nine year old keep me um, steadfast, um, keep me in faith. So let's get into the word today. For those of y'all just logging on, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Keisha. I'm your girl, LMJ. We are in this place today and we are excited about the word. I'm sorry, I'm messing with these lights because they're giving me grief this morning. We are excited about the word. We are excited about what God is doing in our life and through this ministry. And if this is your first time logging on, then guess what? We welcome you and we are grateful to have you this morning. And we hope that you receive this message by faith. Now let's get into the word today. I have a thing about lighting. Let's get tuned into the word today. I'm not going to let my lights distract me today. Let's get tuned into the word today. So we talked about troubling your trouble. On Monday, I talked to you about um, getting stuck, stuck in the mud, being in a circumstance or a situation in which you cause something yourself, right? Right? We're going to be honest. We've caused something ourselves. Being in a situation in which you've caused something yourself, being in a situation in which you've deviated. Thank you for that, Gary Green. They are all in. Being in a situation in which you've deviated, you've gotten offside, gotten off God's path, you're kind of doing your own thing, you kind of made up uh, stuff on your own. Uh, God told you to go and go in one direction, you may have gone in another direction. And I showed you how God can still turn that thing around for your good. All things work together for our good. God is working everything on our behalf. You are not left alone, you are not forsaken. Does it not matter how bad you messed up? It does not change that you are purposed. It does not change that God has clarity and God has vision. And I gave my own testimony about being stuck in the mud. If you haven't seen stuck in the mud, me still being stuck in the mud, you need to go check that out 
on Monday. And then yesterday I talked to you about trouble your trouble and I gave you some steps and some tips and some things about how you trouble your trouble, how you give your trouble trouble. And I want to continue and trouble your trouble part two today. And I want to talk to you about the third part of this or the other part of troubling your trouble, the things that, you know, we know we're overcome by the blood of the lamb. We know we're overcome by our testimony. We're, we're overcome by staying steadfast we're overcome by um getting in a quiet place and being in peace and i also told you yesterday we're overcome by a broken and contrite spirit being repentful being resentful being remorseful when i got stuck in the mud i really had to have a conversation with god and say forgive me for trying to take the easy route forgive me for trying to take the easy route forgive me for trying to do this other than the way that you told me to do this. Forgive me for that. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have. I should not have tried to cheat. I should not have tried to get around this thing. I should not have tried to do this thing on my own. I should not have tried to do this in my own strength. I should not have tried to do this. Um, and so I'm just prepping the way for you on trouble your trouble part two let's get into prayer father god we thank you i cancel the assignment of or the spirit of prevention that's been trying to come against your people to keep them from walking in the fullness of who and what you called them to be to keep that has been trying to keep them from living um a life of faith this spirit has been tormenting them it comes in the spirit of strife yeah come on now it comes in the spirit of haughtiness and it tries to provide or create them from walking into the opportunities God has given to them. Father God, I speak an increase of discernment over their life, that they have eyes to see and ears to hear. Father God, we just thank you for your word this morning. We thank you, Father God, for your word, for the Holy Spirit today, for you teaching us, for you encouraging us, Lord God, for you lifting us up out of our dark places and we getting into position in your marvelous light. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. We thank you for the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. I invite you on in right now. Father God, we thank you for the Holy Spirit to lead us through this, Lord God, to lead us in our journey, Father God, to lead us, Father God, so that we are walking in righteousness and understand who we are and whose we are, Lord God. And that no matter the circumstance of the situation, my God, Father God, we are walking in faith and truth. Father God, give us eyes to see, eyes to discern, ears to hear, Lord God. Search our heart continuously so that we become more like you in Jesus' name. Amen. So you cannot do this without the Holy Spirit. You cannot do this without the Holy Spirit. And there's a depth in the Holy Spirit in which you have to go if you're going to trouble your trouble, my God. There's a death in the Holy Spirit that you're going to have to go if you're going to trouble your trouble. And I shared with you yesterday that the Holy Spirit, we, we read in Romans how the Holy Spirit knows things that we do not know. As a matter of fact, the Holy Spirit knows how this thing is going to end up, right? The Holy Spirit knows what the circumstance is. He knows the outcome of the, the situation. He already knows the thing. He knows what we don't know. That's why living a life by the Spirit and also being fully baptized in the Spirit is what's going to change things. I'm trying, I'm not trying to convince you. I'm trying to tell you. You cannot live life as the Holy Spirit. And people will be like, well, I got the word in me. That's good, right? Somebody said something so powerful. I was reading the other day. They said, if you just have the word and no spirit, you will dry up. <laughs> and if you have the spirit and no word, you're going to blow up. 
right? So you got to have a balance of the word and then you got to have the Holy Spirit working, guiding you and giving you the wisdom because I don't want to dry up and I don't want to blow up. I don't want to dry up and I don't want to blow up. And when I read that, I was like, my God, that's so powerful. You got to have the word and you got to have the Holy Spirit. And sometimes people are full of the word. That's a word for somebody. Sometimes people are full of the word and no Holy Spirit. And you can tell that they're absent of the Holy Spirit because they're not willing to be led or they're not willing to be God. And then you have people who have um, all this spirit but no word and you got to have a balance the word has to be able to back that thing up so you can't just have the word and no spirit right the spirit is what will tap you and what will lead you so I, I, the broken and contrite spirit um, a pe quick peaceful and a quiet place go read and study Psalms 27 and how to take your rest um, I will, Rob. I will, Robbie. I will pray for you to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. We talked about that last night. And all you got to do is receive that by faith. You got to receive that by faith and don't make that thing weird and ask him for the full baptism of the Holy Spirit so that you can be tuned in to the frequencies of God, to the frequencies of God. The Holy Spirit is what tunes you in to the frequency of God. And so when you don't have the Holy Spirit in position in place to tune you into the frequency of God, and you just got a whole lot of word in you and the spirit is trying to lead you in the direction you'll miss out on every opportunity to live this by faith the just shall live by faith without faith it's impossible to please him and that is the last that is the last part of trouble your trouble that i want to talk to you about is are you living by faith <laughs> in in order for you to trouble your trouble in order for you to extend yourself beyond your circumstance beyond your situation i told you when i was dealing with josiah he was sick he was in respiratory distress and it was alarming to see him in a position and a place in which he couldn't breathe. It was alarming to see him in a position and a place in which he couldn't breathe. And as he's struggling to breathe, and I know that he's overworking his heart, and he's sitting there with his word, and he stands steadfast, and he's saying to me, Mother, I don't need you to focus on what you are seeing. Those are only the symptoms. I'm trying not to scream this morning. He said, mother, those are only the symptoms. Those are only the circumstances. You're looking at the circumstances. And in my spirit, I'm focused on the outcome. And in my spirit, I am focused on the outcome. That's how he's talking to me. He said, you're looking at the circumstances. You're looking. And he said, and if you'll be honest, mother, if you'll really be honest about this circumstance and this situation, you know I've been in worse positions than this. You know I've been in worse positions than this. You know I've been in worse places than this. You know that my breathing has been way more labored than this. You know that the circumstance of the situation has been way worse than it appeared or that it seems. And so mother, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to get locked in unto what faith says, because by his stripes, I am healed. And this little 14 year old boy is in here praying in the Holy Spirit. He went and got his Bible and he put his word in front of him and he was quoting the word and he was preaching the word. And I'm talking about he's in distress and we put our essential oils in the air and we gave him some eucalyptus this tea we were taking some natural things and i'm just telling you it looks like we he's in distress he's physically struggling his chest is pumping fast his face is his his breath his breath thank you holy spirit his breath is moving he's rapidly breathing i cut the air on he takes a shower and he settles 
down in the word. And so I've got to ask you this morning, where are you not settled down in the word? Where are you not settled in the, down in the world? Where are you in a position in which faith is not leading the circumstance or situation? And you need to pause for a minute and ask yourself that. Where am I? Because Saul did something significant. Saul didn't trust God's word for victory. Saul didn't trust God's word for the victory. Saul didn't follow his directions. Saul didn't follow and trust what God was saying. Saul was anxious in that area. And those are signs that you're not letting God lead you. Saul was anxious. He was disobedient. He wasn't letting the Lord lead you. And can I tell you something, especially if it looks like we're in a good place, right? We will put ourselves in a position and we will trust ourselves more than we trust God or because we don't understand the instructions of the Lord, we will trust ourselves more than we trust God. So I've got to ask you this morning, and you need to pause for a second and ask yourself, what area of my life have I not su submitted to faith? What, what area of my life am I not trusting you? Is it my finances? Am I still maneuvering, shaking? Am I only seeing lack? My God, am I only am I only dealing with my finances in doubt? Am I only dealing with my finances in fear? And if you tell me, I'm just being honest, if you tell me there is no area in your life that you're not struggling with faith in, then I promise you lie. <laughs> I promise you lie. I promise you lie. I'm sorry. And that's that's an area in which you're gonna have to deal with right there. Your lies are the thing that lies. And I'm not telling you that we don't have seasons of doubt, right? There, there's there we're gonna have seasons of doubt. Things are gonna happen. But there is nothing that's going to separate you. I read you in Romans 8, 38 and 39. There's nothing that's going to separate you from the love of God. And when we come on, Holy Spirit, and we have, when we have the love of God, there are benefits that come with that. There, there's no benefit. There's benefits that come with it. Now, and I can't tell you the outcome, but you have to ask yourself, where in my life am I not submitting this thing to faith? Because the last part of troubling your trouble is living in faith. The last part of troubling your trouble is living in faith. Where am I resisting faith in that area? Where am I still relying on my strength? If it's a difficult relationship, where am I still asserting, inserting my attitude? Where am I still trying to manipulate the situation? Where am I still trying to pressure the situation? Where in this situation have I made the decision to not be led by the spirit of the Lord? Where am I having the most difficulty submitting, right? submitting this area to faith in which I don't trust God. And there are some signs that you don't trust God. Anxiety is a sign you don't trust God, right? Philippians tells us be anxious for nothing, everything in prayer and supplication, make our requests known to God, bearing fruit. Come on, Holy Spirit. In a particular area says, I don't trust God. John 15 and 7 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Everybody that remains in me is going to produce fruit in a particular area. So if you lack fruit, this is a teaching this morning. If you lack fruit in a particular area, right, then that's a sign that there's faith not operating in that area. If I'm not in love in that situation, and if I'm not patient, and if I'm not joy, and I'm not having self-control, um, if I'm not chewing and displaying on fruit and living in a fruit, my God, then there is there's a sign. There is a sign in which you have not been living in faith. The just live by faith, right? Saul showing us as we read him this week that he wasn't in faith. He didn't trust God. 
He didn't trust. And he says that when we get into first Samuel, he said, I feared man more than I feared you. I feared the outcome of what the people were going to say. I feared feared my opponent more than I trust you. And God is bringing you into a high season of trust, a high season of trust. And asking myself, why don't I trust you with my marriage? Why don't I trust that my prayers are enough? Why am I still babbling? Why don't I trust that you heard me the first time? Why am I still talking about a situation in which you've already provided the answer, which is if I cast all my cares on you, my God, you are the one that cares for me and you're going to do it. You already told me in Matthew, come on, Holy Spirit, be my, Matthew, give, do I not know that you stand in need of these things? Do I not know you need food? Do I not need you? I know you need clothing. Your level of trust is going to have to go up if you are going to see God active in your every area of your life. So the question for us this morning is, where am I not trusting you? Where am I not submitting this to you? And if you say nowhere, then I promise you, your faith hasn't been perfected yet. Because can I tell you something? If you don't feel like there's any area in your life in which you are not trusting God, then you're complacent. You're complacent. You done got too comfortable. Your dreams ain't big enough. Your desires ain't big enough. You're not looking for God in different places. You're not expanded far enough. If you're not being stretched, if you you say nowhere, you trust God with your finances, you trust God, you're just in a great space with God, then you are way too comfortable and you are way too complacent. And God is not being not, not able and active in your life because you won't trust him with the circumstance or the situation. That's big, Ricky Irvin. That's what we're supposed to do. His He will be made, he is strong. He shows up, right? He shows up, up in our weakest places. And so we can switch the question and ask, in what area have I not invited you in? In what area have I not invited you in? Because if I'm weary, if I'm worried praying over it, if I'm weary, um, if I'm anxious over it, if I'm trying to make this thing happen in my own strength, then this is the places in which, and you, and you know the scripture says, that's good. I like that. Help me with my unbelief. My God, help me with my unbelief. So ask yourself, where areas am I weary? What areas am I worried? What areas do I not see a demonstration of the fruit of the spirit? Where am I not in kindness? That's Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Where am I not in peace? Where am I not gentle? Can I tell you something? There's a scripture that says gentleness is evidence that the Lord is near. And if you are not gentle with the people that you are connected to, then there's that is evidence that the Lord is not. I can throw something at you right now. It is evidence that the Lord is not in that situation. It is evidence that that Lord is not reigning in that relationship. If you are not gentle, if you are not patient, if you are not kind, if you are not loving, if you are always frustrated and irritated, then it's evidence that you have not given that situation or allow the Lord to be in that situation. I don't get frustrated with people. I don't have time to be frustrated with people because the five, 10, 15 minutes that I spend being frustrated with people are five, 10, 15 minutes. I missed an assignment from God. I, that, that, that I missed assignment from God. I'm just saying to you, I'm just saying to you. So those evidence, if the fruit of the spirit is not evident, right? If the fruit of the spirit, if you're not self-control in that area, if you're still struggling with areas, um, I don't even want to go there with sexual morality. If you're still struggling with areas in dating, the evidence is the Lord is not present 
present in that situation, that you have not given that situation over to faith. You have not trusted God with that situation. What area have you not invited him in? Because the air evidence that you have invited him in is that we're going to be able to see your fruit because you're remaining in him. He says, I remain in you, you remain in me. And there's going to be evidence. The evidence is your fruit is going to produce in that situation. <laughs> the evidence is fruit is there's, there's th th that you're in this situation. If the fruit isn't there, then there's an ex that is the clear example that your faith is not working in the situation and he is not here. And people are going to say, my God, I'm human though. And I'm like, no, <laughs> your humanity is no excuse for you to not live by the spirit. Your discipline, your lack of discipline, your lack of self-control is the problem and the issue. And instead of you tapping into the Holy Spirit and saying, help me with more self-control. Help me see this thing the way that the Lord is showing me things. Help me with this. I can't overcome on my own. You keep trying to do it in your own strength. You keep moving. You keep shaking. You I didn't even know the Lord was going to go here. You keep trying to do this in your own strength. And then if you don't have a broken and contrite, repentant spirit, can I tell you something? The most human. People who walk in the most humili humility will apologize even when they don't have to. They, they're not necessarily looking for someone to apologize to them even if they're wrong. People who are walking in humility will do their best to set order because their spirit is broken and contrite because they know the word says we're not supposed to cause offense. Come on now. If somebody in your life is not ready to receive what you've been trying to tell, teach them in the word, your position becomes prayer, right? And what we'll become is haughty and say, my way is the best way for you to do this instead of getting in position and saying, no, let me pray for them so that the Holy Spirit will open the eyes and the understanding of their heart and the hope and call of who they are in Christ Jesus. Father God, cause a laborer to come in their field. We'll try to keep forcing the situation or pushing the situation when we need to just let it go and let them, let them go and allow faith to move in the situation. So if we're going to trouble your trouble, you're going to have to trouble your trouble in faith. You're going to have to trouble your trouble, trouble in faith. You're going to have to let faith be how you trouble your trouble. You're going to have to let yourself position and say, you know what? It's not on me. I've got to trust God with my finances, right? I've got to believe God to increase me. I ain't got to go work a second job if God didn't tell me. I ain't got to manipulate nobody to give me no money. I ain't got to sleep with nobody to give me no money. I ain't got to lie on my taxes. I ain't got to do none of that. All I got to do is trust God. When I'm going to trust God and I'm going to live kingdom, I'm going to tithe, I'm going to sow, and I'm going to press into the things of God, and I'm going to obey God in my finances. And I might not spend so much money, and I might ask the Lord to give me a budget for my household so that I can get myself out of debt because God will put the supernatural on what I naturally do. God will put the supernatural on what I naturally do. The issue could completely be a self-control issue. When I got stuck in the mud, that was a lack of patience. That was a self-control issue. That was a self-control issue. That was not my issue. That was a self-control issue. The word is a self-control issue. And it just needs to be Holy Spirit. I need you to help me in self-control. Can I tell you something? And then line it up with the word. Line it up with the word. If you feel like you're led into doing something, ask the Father, show me this in your word, and then patiently wait. Another means of self-control so that you don't get ahead of God, so that you don't get outside the will of God, is Lord, show me this and back me up, back this up in your word. Back this up in your word. Give me a scripture to that, right? Give me a scripture to give me a scripture for this. Because remind, remind you, as Paul is talking about. 
living life by the spirit he tells us all of the things that happen come on now you got to see this thing differently he tells us all of the things that are going to happen when we're not inside the spirit he said if you're not living life by the spirit sexual immorality is going to happen impurity is going to happen sensuality is going to happen adultery is going to happen sorcery is going to happen enmity is going to happen strife is going to happen jealousy is going to happen fits of anger is going to happen Rivalry is going to happen. Dissension is going to happen. Division is going to happen. Envy is going to happen. Drunkenness is going to happen. Orgy is going to happen. You're going to accept things and say these things are acceptable or that God forgives me. You're not, when, when the spirit is not leading the thing, when the spirit is not leading the thing, how you come out of your mess, your stuck, your mud is when the spirit leads us. This, can I tell you something? That's why I always say small bites equal a meal. The Holy Spirit will lead you right on out of a thing that you didn't have the capacity to get over yourself. But if you're not in faith and you don't trust the Lord, and I need to answer this, what does it look like when I trust the Lord? It's when I allow the word to become the truth for the situation and not my voice and not someone else's voice and not the lies. It's when I make a decision that the word is going to lead my truth in the situation. The word is what's going to lead my truth. I'm not going to allow what I culturally have bought into. I'm not going to let lies lead my truth. I'm going to allow the word to lead my truth and I'm going to let the Holy Spirit be my teacher and my comforter. The Holy Spirit will lead you into all things the life in the spirit the life of faith that's what living life in the spirit is the life of faith presents a victory to you every time that's how you're gonna trouble your trouble you're gonna make sure that faith leads the way you're gonna make sure I'm, I'm that the just that I'm living by faith that I'm seeing this thing as faith sees this thing right so let me tell you how this concluded with Josiah the 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 respiratory distress come on God started on Friday by Monday, he was at school. By Monday, he was at school. The respiratory distress started on Friday. By Monday, he was in school. By Tuesday, he was back in his activities. By Wednesday, there was no evidence seen that he had been in distress at all. There was no evidence seen that he had been in stress at all. Started on a Friday. By Wednesday, it looked like nothing had happened. You can't tell me about the power of my God. You can't tell me about the power of my God. But he had rested in faith that, Lord, that God alone was his healer. He had rested in faith that God alone was his healer. He was steadfast in the truth, right? But he also did some other stuff, some things we teach in the house. He made sure he wasn't in any unforgiveness. Unforgiveness opens the door to the enemy. Unforgiveness, unforgiveness blocks healing. Unforgiveness allows us or puts us in a position because the enemy is looking for any place he can torment you. He is looking for any place he can turn you. So he made sure he wasn't in unforgiveness, right? He asked the Lord to forgive him. Lord, clean my heart. Show me any area of my life in which I'm in unforgiveness. I'm in strife. I don't have time. And then we created an atmosphere that was conducive to healing. We all got in here on one accord. We all got in faith where two or more agree. We believe the Lord. We put 10,000 to flight and we begin to deal with the enemy. Can I tell you something else? And then after we prayed, we relaxed. <laughs> and after we prayed, we relaxed. We sit around. I wasn't texting different people. I wasn't up in an alarm. I wasn't making Facebook posts. I wasn't giving enemy any victory in this situation. We got on the couch. We relaxed. We had several movies. We ate. A friend of mine sold into our life and bought us pizza. We ate pizza. We chilled. We had ice cream. We had dessert. We took some naps. We chilled out and we relaxed. 
<laughs> because a sign that you can relax is a sign that you trust God. We relaxed. We chilled out. We just chilled out. We just set our faith in God has this situation. We all slept together in one room. His fan was blowing in his face. We all got, we didn't move from him either. We didn't leave him. We didn't leave him. Come on now, Holy Spirit. We didn't leave him when he was in a, a position of distress. He wasn't on his own. We got all in together and our faith joined forces with his. And even though I didn't understand what he was faithing for, the peace of God came over me because I asked for clarity for vision and understanding in the word and the word the lord said he trusts my word your only reason that i got a little bit was concerned concern was because of something told me he said you're listening to what you you're listening to what you hear or what someone said when you need to be listening to what the word of god says in this situation he has a faith a faith that's unwavering that i will heal him Right. And you talking about a little guy, kid that it appears his daddy went to be with the Lord because of a sickness or a disease. He had a faith that God would heal him no matter what the situation said, no matter what the situation said. Then we just chilled out. If you're going to trouble your trouble, you have to chill out and live by faith. You have to breathe a little. You have to relax a little. You're going to have to ask yourself, such your heart. What situations in my life? Are not attached to faith is in my finances is in my relationships is in my career is in my purpose and when you start chilling out in an area and you start letting the holy spirit lead a thing god will do the rest god will do the rest god will do the rest as soon as you through being stressed out god will insert himself and do the rest because he knows he trusts you faith comes in where you run out <laughs> faith comes in where you run out faith is at the point and the capacity that you cannot do it anymore in your own strength that's it that's it for today that you cannot do it in your own strength my god i love god i love how he's producing saul the spirit of the lord left saul and the Lord keeps taking me by this moment. Why did the spirit of the Lord leave Saul? Because he didn't trust the Lord. Because he was more worried about man. He was more worried about what man would say and what man would think and what man would do. He was more worried about the people and pleasing the people than he was worried about pleasing God. Some of us have been in some horrible situations, caught up in things we had no business because we've been trying to please people instead of pleasing God because we won't dig a little bit deeper and I'm telling you if you're comfortable you're complacent and if you're complacent you have no space for God to actively do what he needs to do in your life the just shall live by faith somebody find that scripture for me the just shall live by faith you're justified you're righteous you're redeemed the just shall live by faith. That's all I keep hearing. We shall live. The righteous is saying the righteous will live by faith. Romans 1 and 17 support. And the righteous of God is revealed from faith by faith for faith. As it is written, it's written the righteous shall live by faith. And it, the only reason you don't live by faith is because you don't understand your righteousness. You don't understand who you are in God, Jesus. That's why insecurity can can tear you away that's why jealousy can tear you away that's why strife can come in it's because you're not in a position in which you're living by faith you don't understand your righteousness and who you are to daddy god i love y'all i love y'all i hope that helped you today i hope that helped 
you trouble your trouble. I hope you're asking yourself right now, what area in my life have I not submitted to you? And then ask the Holy Spirit, I need you to help me with this. I need you to help me. This is not by might. This is by the Spirit of the Lord. You're not going to be able to do these things in your own strength. If you try to do them in your own strength, you're going to create more trouble for your trouble. You're not going to trouble your trouble. You're going to create more trouble for your trouble, right? You're going to create more trouble for your trouble. You're going to create... Faith is what's going to trouble your trouble. Your decision to bring God into everything is what's going to trouble your trouble. Your decision to not live life on the same path and the same course and in the same direction, no matter who used to live that way, is what's going to trouble your trouble. Let's get out of here. Let me pray. First of all, I got a divine invitation for you. If you're logged on, don't assume. We're not going to assume everybody on here is a faith. We're not going to assume everybody on here is a believer. As a matter of fact, I want to open up the door and the opportunity for somebody who may not be saved or for somebody who's been in a backslidden state. All you got to do is get to the feet of Jesus. All you got to do is admit your sins and confess out your mouth, Lord God, I am a sinner. <laughs> I have sinned. That's all you got to do first. Admit it. Confess with your mouth openly. I'm a sinner. Lord God, I've sinned against you. I've sinned against mankind. Admit that you're a sinner. And then ask him, Father God, please forgive me for my sins. And then accept Jesus Christ. And Lord God, I accept you as Savior, Master, Ruler over my life. And then get connected to someone who can disciple you. Because the minute you make the decision to make Jesus Christ Lord and your Savior for your life, the enemy is going to fight for you. He's going to fight for you. He's going to fight for you, right? He's going to fight for you. And so you need to get where you can be discipled. And I would love to disciple you. My ministry team would love to disciple you. I love y'all so much. Do me a favor. Get connected so you don't miss what's going on to LakeishaMJohnson.com. Don't forget my interview today. This man of God is going to talk about 12, 25 years in ministry, and it's going to get deep, y'all. I got some deep questions for him today. Don't forget the interview today. Take your lunch break with us at 12 noon Central Standard Time. I love y'all so much. Thank y'all. Thank you for letting me be a part of your life. Thank you for letting me serve you. Thank you for letting me teach you. Thank you for coming in with me daily. I'm so blessed by you. I'm so grateful for you. You matter to me, but more so you matter to God. I love you so much. Father God, we thank you for your word today. And we put in a down payment on it in praise. Father God, we bless you. We thank you for supping with us. We thank you for teaching us. We thank you for educating us. We thank you for anointing us. We thank you for being with us, Father God. We thank you for revealing to us any areas in our life in which we do not operate in self-control. We thank you for discernment. We thank you for wisdom. We thank you for freedom that comes to us in Christ Jesus. My God, bless your people today. Increase their capacity to discern and to learn from you and to receive from you like never before. Father God, for the just shall live by faith, my God. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God. The only reason that you don't live by faith at the level you need to live by faith is because you don't understand your righteousness. You got to understand who you are as a child of God. You got to understand that you're bigger than your sin, the circumstances, the situation. 
You got to understand that. 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 You got to know who you are in Christ so that he doesn't pluck you out of what you need to do. I love y'all so much. I love you. I love you. I love you. But God love you even more. I need you to do me a favor. Go be loved today. Why? Because it's kingdom, baby. It's kingdom. It's kingdom. It's kingdom. It's kingdom. Thank you to my partners. Bless my partners. We not, we make an impact. We make an impact. We've been able to serve these women in the shelter because of you. Bless my partners. Bless the work of your hands. Multiplication and increase unto you. Let every seed you sown be pressed down, shaken together. I declare today that you see the witness of God in every area of your life. And I check it out. Some of y'all getting ready to have some restored relationships. Some people you thought you were that way. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.